Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyren. Mr. Sangal's laboratory contains all kinds of magical equipment. Notes, tomes, vials and beakers of unknown substances, though surely unsafe in the wrong hands, and, most notably, the giant bulb-like blue flame. The body within remains motionless, awaiting a soul. Aranis, along with Cade and M, were nearly pulled in, Quick thinking and action kept him safe, but the situation changed drastically when you decided it was time to take down Ikiri the Ageless. Even though Mr. Sangal has agreed to keep your actions a secret from the rest of the glamour, she is unwilling to offer direct assistance. She must protect herself in case you fail. Iulana, Aranis, and Darvin, you stand among a patch of dark tentacles emerging from the ground with Ikiri. Vale, you've taken position nearby to attack from the shadows. Mr. Sengal stands near the blue flame, controlling the tentacles and trying to make sure she's in good standing regardless of the winner. Ikiri stands before you, aghast at this betrayal, willing to do whatever is necessary to fulfill his desire for M. Turning to Mr. Sengal, he says, Keep Mr. Gray here. Take care of the others. She steps to a nearby table, littered with glass containers, and touches the tip of her wand to a rune, causing it to glow. The containers rise into the air as she points to Vale, Darvin, and Iolana, doing her best to conceal the conflict she feels within. And as we move to your turn, Vale, what do you do? Mm. Uh, Seeing as we have a mage in the room who doesn't not sure exactly how she's going to act or react right now. I'm going to... I'm going to spend two sorcery points and cast Darkness right on her. Huh. Okay. How big of a field of darkness is this? So it is a 15-foot radius sphere. Well, as you cast this darkness around her, Part of it extends out into the blue flame area and is just completely nullified in that space. But she does remain in the darkness for now. And she cannot see in that darkness. 
Correct. Because it's magical darkness. I can, because I used my sorcery point and can magically see through it. But she cannot. Yes. You can see her taking a moment to adjust. She is not thrilled at being in darkness. And that is my turn. Okay. Mm, Wait, no, I take that back. I just want to use my bonus action to hide somewhere where I am. If there's like a table or something I can use to hide behind for cover or whatever, that's what I would. Sure, sure. Vale, go ahead and give me a stealth check. You'll have the cover, but we'll see how noticeable you are. Luckily, I don't roll lower than a 10 anymore on stealth. So that's going to be a 25. Okay. <laughs> Bale's doing weird dark magic stuff. Dark is in darkness, not like evil. Legit. Okay. Up next, we have Aranus. Aranus, since you are in the black tentacles, please make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Jesus. All right. As these tentacles lash out around you. See how tonight's going to go. Mm-hmm. Not well is the answer. I mean, last time you had like a 25 or something on this, so. Um, I got a 15. Total? Total. I mm. rolled an 8. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. All right, let's start with some damage then. All right. Jesus, that was a lot of dice. That was three dice. It oh, it like sounded more. like a lot more. <laughs> it sounded like six or seven dice. No, no, no. This is just 3d6. So, Arnis, you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as the tentacles just kind of bash you around, and then they wrap themselves around you, and you are restrained. Damn it. You can use your action to make a strength or dex check to try to free yourself, if you wish. Well, I mean, I can't really do anything being... Oh, wait. No, that's a lie. Um... Your speed is zero. Attack rolls against you have advantage. Your yes. attack rolls have disadvantage. And you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Other than that, you can act. Does that also mean that like any of my spells that have a like somatic component, I can't No, cast? you can do those. Oh, I can still do that. Yeah. Imagine that these tentacles are wrapped around your legs and your waist. Oh, they're just keeping me from moving. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. You're not stunned. Oh. I wasn't going to do this, but I think you are, as they say, forcing my hand in like the best possible way. All right. Hang on. And if you're wondering, yes, I'm about to do something stupid. Nice. Woo. Now's this time for stupid things. I'm going to turn myself into a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Polymorph, huh? That's unbearable. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Bear is a large size creature, yes? Uh, well, there's two kinds of bears. Which bear are you turning into? I was intending to turn myself into the large sized one. Okay. Is that the black bear, the brown bear? The brown bear is the large okay. one. A black bear is a medium beast. Okay. I think since you're going up in creature size, as part of casting this spell, I will let you make a strength or dexterity check for free because you're just growing. (laughs) Okay. If you were shrinking, I think it would be automatic. But since you're growing, there's a chance they may hold up. Ah, No. That's not true. I'd probably do it either way. But yeah. So my next question for you, when I'm making this check, do I make it as me or as the bear? 
I will let you do this as the bear, since it is the bear's extra size that is making it possible. Okay. Um, again, give me just a minute while I reorganize my life here. Um, <laughs> it doesn't okay. say it on here for the brown bear, but I will let you uh, consider the brown bear proficient in... In, like, strength checks? In, like, athletics checks, yeah. Okay. Because you're basically escaping a grapple right now. Do I add, like, the same as, like, my normal proficiency bonus? Yeah, your proficiency. Okay, cool. All right. I am rolling a die. Yeah. Oh, dear. Hmm. What a terrible roll. Oh, no. Yeah, that was worse than the last time. Okay. (laughs) So, well, yeah, five plus eight, that's 13, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Son of a bitch. What a useless thing I just did. All right. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Aranus is a bear and is now restrained. Oh, important question, Aranus. Mm-hmm. When you turn into a bear, is all of your stuff transforming with you or is it falling to the ground? It all transforms with me. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to know because, um, hey, you just pulled M off the field. Mm. Uh, yeah. And it's crowded uh, in that bear right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fun times. Anything else, Aranus? I don't think I can do anything right. else. I can't cast spells as a bear. Oh, that's did? a shame. <laughs> 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 okay. Aranus, a very large-sized brown bear, struggles against the black tentacles and remains restrained. Darvin, you are also in this field of black tentacles. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Do better than me, please. I will try. A crit. Nice. (laughs) Very, very good. As these tentacles batter you and try to grab onto you, you manage to dodge out of the way. No damage, no restraint. What would you like to do? Um, can I try and help Bear Aranus escape? Baroness? Yeah. Baroness. Rawr. Rawr. Sure. How would you like to help Aranus escape? Well, I'm probably a little afraid because he's a bear, so maybe just by, like, hacking at the tentacles. Okay. I think it's not like I'd be able to grab him, and I don't think I could help him aside from slicing away at some tentacles. Okay. Make an attack roll against the tentacles, then. Okay. And I'm using the leg sword because why not, right? Yeah, why not? Oh, no. I rolled a 12. A 12 total? Yes. Ooh. Your leg sword hits these dark writhing tentacles, and they just move with the motion of the slash, and the cut is unaffected. Do I get the rest of my full turn? Yeah, yeah. I mean, your action right now is to attack attack the tentacles, so if you want to keep attacking them, or if you want to attack somebody else... I would like to keep attacking the tentacles. Okay. Hopefully this time I will roll higher. Marginally higher. I got a 15 total. Not quite enough. Mr. Sengal, though she is pulling her punches, can't really make her spells less effective. She is still a very talented wizard. Okay, then I'm going to try and punch a tentacle. (laughs) This will go well. Right? (laughs) I rolled a 16. All right. I think between the leg sword and the punching, it is all very largely 
ineffective against these tentacles. But I think because you did so much in such a short amount of time, Arnis will have advantage next time he tries to break free. Nice. You're distracting the tentacles. Thank uh, you, sir. At least it did something. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to move anywhere? Would you like to get out of the tentacles? Or are Actually, you yeah. Let's get out of the tentacles. That's a good idea. Okay. Would you like to move further into the room, closer to the fire and Mr. Sengal, or would you like to move out, or where do you want to go? Maybe closer in toward Mr. Sengal and the fire. As you pass by Akiri, he gives you a very brief glance, but his attention remains focused on Aranis, even in bear form. (laughs) Iolana, also in the tentacles, please make a dexterity saving throw. Of course. Eleven. Yeah. Ilana is also going to get the Aranus treatment and get battered with some tentacles. For much less damage. Well, for less damage. Ilana, you take seven bludgeoning damage and are also restrained. Well, you can restrain my body, but not my mind. <laughs> Indeed. And just like Arnus, you can make a, a strength or dex check to escape the grapple as an action if you wish. Yeah, I'm not going to waste my action on that. I didn't think so, but... Okay, for my action, I'm going to attempt to cast Levitate on Akiri. Okay. Let's just assume he's not a willing creature. Does he get any kind of save? He does. Okay. Must succeed on a con save. Okay, okay. He's neutral on con. Let's see. Which die is going to be the one? This one. I'm so very worried right now. Does a 16 save? Yeah. Fuck. It was a long shot. I forgot that when I cast that constitution is my cast spell casting ability. It's a fucking waste. Ooh. What's your save on that then? 10. Oh, shit. Oh. Because I've only got two plus two to constitution. And whenever you set a save, it's at eight plus whatever. Proficiency right? plus. Oh, eight plus proficiency. So it'd be, it'd still be 14. He's still saved. Okay. It's better though. I was like 10. There's no way a character at above level 10 has got a spell save that low. Okay. Yeah. You see Akiri's body start to lift up. You see his clothing kind of start floating up off his body before he just mm, settles back down onto the ground. Anything else, Ilana? Where in relation to me and the blue light is Akiri? He's in front of you. And the blue flame is farther behind him, a good like 20 feet behind him. But you're pretty close to Akiri. You could. Well, I can't move, so. Yeah, it's true. Okay, that's my turn for now. All right. After Iolana, it is Akiri's turn. Akiri is just, he's so bewildered and angered by this assault. And he addresses the crowd, basically. I don't know why you're doing all of this. But if you stop now and promise to stay and perform for me, you can all at least live. If not, I will have Mr. Sengal tear you apart. You would be kept comfortably here, but it is your choice to make. I don't have time or patience to deal with you all. It's your choice. So... I don't actually have any language right now. Right, you're a bear. <laughs> so my response is just grr. 
Arg. Oh. <laughs> 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 Like, I literally, like, bear roar in his face. What is the, uh, what's the tone of this roar? Anger? Agreeableness? If a bear could roar, I will not be your prisoner or your (laughs) slave. That is what the bear is roaring. (laughs) That sounds pretty uh, angry. (laughs) Does does anybody else want to take up Ikiri's offer of supplication? Sorry, for you to supplicate to him? No, but... I'm going to emphatically agree with what Arnis said. I'm going to be like, yeah, what he said. (laughs) (laughs) What the bear said. Okay. Well, if no one wants to take him up on his oh-so-generous offer, we'll move to Mistress Sangal's turn. She is in the darkness. She is going to move her way around the flame to get out of that darkness. And it's not so much that she wants to pay attention to all of you, which she does. Like She wants to know what's going on. But it's not so much that she's doing this to to have an effect on any of you. Rather, she's going to let the the jars and the containers and the vials that she triggered on her last turn do their work. It's fun being in a wizard's lab because they get all sorts of neat little security options. And as she's tending to the flame, trying to keep it safe and keep it ready, these glass jars begin to float around the room and target those people that she pointed out last time, which would be... Darwin, Iolana, and Vale. I'm currently... Vale is currently hiding. Yes. Does it matter that she can't see in magical darkness? That's why she's she got out darkness of the darkness anymore. Oh, yeah. she's not. I mean, it slowed down whatever she was doing last time, and it has forced her to move into a more exposed location. Vale, behind the table, you just hear one of these glass vials fly across the room and strike the table and shatter, and uh, you hear, like, sizzling on the table. Whatever was in there was not friendly. Let's see. Meanwhile, Darvin, are you grabbed by the tentacles? No. Okay. Right? Oh, th- oh, yeah, you crit. So you're definitely yes, not. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So not currently grabbed. No. All right, then, Darvin. Uh, it wouldn't make a difference anyways. Um, not with this one. This glass vial flies across the room, shatters at your feet, and the fumes rise up. And I need you to make. A wisdom saving throw. Ah, wisdom. Had to be wisdom. <sighs> I got a 12. <sighs> that is not quite enough. So, Darwin, you are frightened for the next minute. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. While affected, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. I would say you can't move closer to the source of your fear, but uh, the source of your fear is this vial that just shattered on the ground. So the movement part, you don't have to worry about. Oh, but I'm not. I don't have to run, you mean? No, you don't have to run. It's not that kind of fear. It counts as being frightened, though, right? So if I have a thing for that, I can use it? Yeah, if you have a way to end fear of any kind. Not till next turn, but yes. Oh, okay. Nice. When your turn comes, we can deal with that when it happens. Yes. And then... The other one is Iwana. You are currently grabbed by the tentacles, aren't you? Yes. Okay. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, but you will have disadvantage since you are grappled by the tentacles. Well, I rolled the first one and got a crit fail. Do you want me to roll the other one? Because you can't roll lower than a one. I mean, a pair of ones, but... Now the other one's a 15. Okay. As this glass vial shatters against your shoulder and you inhale the toxic fumes, 
and you feel it seeping in through your clothes and down to your skin. Well, one, you're restrained, but we're already dealing with that with thanks to the tentacles. But you've just been hit with a petrification tonic and your body starts to stiffen. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your next turn. That was fun. Veil. You've just seen two of these glass containers fly out and cause Darwin to get a little bit afraid, cause Iolana to start to stiffen. What would you like to do? Is there... Oh, I, no matter what I do, I'm going to get advantage because I'm coming out of stealth with it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rush a Kiri and stab him with my hidden blade. Oh, shit. I like it. It's a two and a three. Ay ay ay. What does that come to? Total is a... 14. Oh my god. Is this where we all die? Seems that way. Things are not looking up for our heroes. So, Vale, as you're coming out from behind this table, are you like hopping over this table? Are you knocking it down? I'm trying to jump over it. Okay. You leap over this table and you rush at Akiri, try to stab into him with your hidden blade, and you thrust your blade at him. It just barely misses the side of him. He Moves to the side as you're stabbing, tears the side of his robe, and he turns around very angry and shocked. Shocked and angry. Anything else you would like to do? Yeah, I'm going to use my cunning action to disengage into my darkness. Ooh, done and done. Aranus. Bear Aranus. First up, you're still grabbed by the tentacles. So right away, you're just going to take some damage. That's seven damage. Comes off your bare HP. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Well, I guess I have to try to get out of this thing, right? Because it's not like I can attack anything. So you would have disadvantage on an attack, but getting out well, would seem prudent. There's nothing for me to attack. <laughs> also fair. And uh, you do have advantage thanks to Darwin's help last time. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's what I'm doing. What is this? Is this does it strength, strength. athletics? Yeah. Oh, thank God. That's a 27. Oh, yeah. Because the other die was a one. Damn. So previously restrained bear just bursts out of these tentacles. What would you like to do? Well, that's my whole action, right? Mm hmm. I don't have any bonus actions. Can I can I walk up to Akiri and just try to stand on him? <laughs> is that a thing I can do? Does that count as just movement? <laughs> do you want to try to like pin him? I don't know. I don't know what I can do that's not going to count as a full action. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, like, I, I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yes, I you just... can certainly move up to Akiri and start like backing him into a corner. I don't think you can sit on him just yet because it's not <laughs> like he wants to be sat on (laughs) yeah if you want to can you sit on him no can you get out of the tentacles and start approaching him so that way you can do something to him next turn absolutely yeah that's what i want to do i just want to get away from the tentacles Mm -hmm. so like i'm totally willing to just basically like yeah just like walk right up to him and like literally Mm -hmm. be i want to be as much like over the top of him as i possibly can right not not on him, but just like, mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm like right there. Like you my bare nose tall. is all up in his nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a little concerned about how close a bear's mouth is to his face. Just a little. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's frightening. <laughs> Good. Because everything's been going very poorly for us. So I'm glad he's concerned. Mm-hmm. Darvin. East. What would you like to do? You're still in the space of the tentacles. The tentacles are still about you. So they're going to try and to grab you again. So make a dexterity saving throw. I got a 19. You're good. Nice. Even afraid, you're still very dexterous. Nice. So what does afraid Darwin want to do? So I would like to use my action to use stillness of mind. Mm-hmm. Which uses my action to end one effect on myself that is causing me to be charmed or frightened. Ooh, very nice. What does this look like as you still your mind? I think it's like uh, closing my eyes, taking deep breaths, mm-hmm. and saying something way cooler than, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. <laughs> but that's all I can think of, so that's probably what he actually says. Okay. And what else would you like to do on your turn? No longer afraid. I would like to use my move to reposition myself so that I'm not still in the tentacles. It's a good idea. Plausible. Absolutely possible. Do you want to go chase Arnis, or do you want to go somewhere else? Mm. Arnis went to a a curator. Yeah, 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 I'll follow Arnis. Currently trying to back him down. Maybe I can get some attacks on him in. Mm -hmm. Do you have any bonus action things you want to do, or that you can do? No. Okay. Which means there's nobody in the tentacles anymore. Ioana is. Oh, sorry, Ioana is. I was only thinking of your uh, petrification toxin. But yes, you're also in the tentacles. So, Ioana, first up, we're going to hit you a little bit. It's 10 bludgeoning from the tentacles as they continue to squeeze and hit you. But more importantly, um, so you can make the save against the uh, petrification stuff and at the end of your turn. But you are currently restrained. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to hammer of Inquisition, Akiri. Ooh, nice. For the full seven side points. So he that sounds painful. A what save? A wisdom save. A wisdom save. Mm, he's not terribly wise. But then again, he's not terribly skilled in things other than being a rich asshole. So Ooh, a 13. Thank you. That will definitely hit. Yes. I had a feeling. He's going to take 7d10 psychic damage. Jesus. Um, yes. And suffer disadvantage on his next wisdom save until the end of my next turn. Ow. And then before I roll that, I want to state this out loud. I'm going to use something I've never used before, I don't think. Uh-huh. Which is my mystical recovery. Immediately after spending my side points on a talent, I can use a bonus action to gain HP equal to the point spent. So I'm going to gain 7 health back. And then I'll roll okay. my damage. I'm just trying to track that because I don't want to die when I can use a bonus action to not die. Smart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and roll seven D10s for that psychic damage. I'm not terrified at all. <laughs> it's going to be 50, five zero psychic damage. <laughs> Oof. I thought it was bad when Vale hit him from the shadows. So Akira's been hit twice, once for 45 damage and now for 50 damage. He is not looking great. That hammer of the Inquisition hit him in the brain and he's looking dazed and he is getting back down by a bear and it is a struggle for him to stay on his feet at the moment. 
Is there anything else you would like to do before the end of your turn? That's my action, my bonus action. So I'm pretty sure that's my turn. All right. Well, at the end of your turn, I need you to make, I need you to, at the end of your turn, make a dexterity saving throw against this vial that hit you. Oh, that's a crit. Oh, oh, beautiful. I really didn't want to turn you into a statue today. Thank you. (laughs) With a quick shake of your body. You know what? This is a crit. It's a crit. It's a dexterity saving throw with a quick shake of your body. You feel all of that stiffness in you just shatter out. There's little flecks of stone that burst off and the tentacles drop away. Nice. I'll give you a two for on a crit. Why not? I appreciate that, Skaplik. Eh. It fits the narrative. <laughs> Besides, it's the end of your turn, which means it's a curious turn again. And now he's being backed into a corner or up against a wall or a table. He's being threatened by a one-legged monk with a sword and a very big and angry looking bear at the moment. He's not going to shame himself so much by putting his hands up and begging for mercy. But what he will say is, look, we don't need to do this. Just bring M back. We can all have a nice show and put this behind us. I bear roar in his face. (laughs) Yes, I do. I'm not going to try to imitate a bear roar, so I'm just going to do it sillily. (laughs) That's okay. You see him like bring his head back a little bit as you're roaring. I can pay you whatever you want. Darwin, you're a reasonable man. We don't need to go down this road. Arnis, you're a wonderful performer. We can all be very comfortable together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's not like he's going to punch a bear. What I really want to say is, you're gross, dude. No. But it just comes out, rah! Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> at, at what point in time was he, like, you know, the cool rich guy? No, he never was. But now he's, like, <laughs> officially into, like, gross, terrible kidnapper territory. So, you know, that's where we're at. Okay, okay. Ikiri's turn is over. We go to Mr. Sengal, who, gosh... I think she's going to continue to let her uh, security system do its magic. Veil vale being in the darkness is once again spared from this attack. But Ilana and Darwin are not. So let's see which ones these are going to be. Uh-oh. Darwin. Yes. A very dark looking fluid in a vial comes flying at you and hits you in the chest. Oh, Please dear. make a constitution saving throw. Oh, dear. Yeah. Earl the one. Oh no. Oh, that's no. that's a fail. I figured. This one is just damage. And not even that much. Which he hasn't taken any of. So oh, like that's a yeah, you're gonna get off light. <laughs> Alright, Darvin. Sound like a lot of dice. You take eight necrotic damage. Oh. Could be worse. Oh necrotic damage should be your friend, but <laughs> You'd think, right? You'd think he would have like resistance to that or something. Well, he's got resistance to other things like death and dismemberment. So. I guess that's I guess that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have resistance to dismemberment. He just has tolerance of dismemberment. Because <laughs> he does. It's not like he can't be dismembered. It's that mm-hmm. he doesn't care. <laughs> it's not permanent. Yeah. So I, I don't care. Better. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Ilana. 
you see a very pink looking fluid fly at you and it crashes on the ground. And there's a very lovely scent in the air now. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, dear. It's a four. Damn. Let's let's talk about what just happened to Iolana then. Iolana, you are now charmed by this potion. Until this effect wears off, you cannot you cannot attack Mr. Sangal with harmful abilities or magical effects. And it will end if she causes any more damage to you. But just for now. Unless you have some sort of resistance against being charmed. Mm, I don't think I do. Okay. Genasi and Mystic are two things that I am not fully versed in, so I didn't know. Mm. You know. Okay. However, since every... No, Ilana is still in the tentacles. I was going to say Mr. Sengal could drop that, but you're still in there. Ah, damn it. If that hurts you, it's going to break the spell automatically. <laughs> well, didn't you say I was free of it? Oh, it gets to re-attack. At the yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Everyone sees Ilana just... Her attitude just kind of melts a little bit, and she becomes a little bit more chill. Veil, from within the magical darkness, what would you like to do? I'm going to use my bonus action to summon my shadow blade. Mm, nice. As I'm already in my magical darkness that is kind of controlled through the same element in magic rather than like form out of the amulet as it has in the past. It's just like the oh. shadow solidifies around my shoulder and just it's an, and a sword. Fuck yes. I am all here for that. <laughs> and uh, Kiri, like, is he facing me? Is his back to me? What's, what's the situation? Um. His back is to you. I think he's currently facing, I don't know, the bear. Yeah, so I'm going to come up behind him and try and stab him with my shadow blade. Okay. Oh, yes. That's a 19 on the die. That's going to hit. Sweet. Let me get all these dice. 2d8s and 66. It's a 30 damage. Okay. And I believe that damage is psychic, but I'd have to... Mechanically, no, it doesn't matter. But if the damage is psychic, that's fun. Yeah, it's psychic. So you rush up behind Akiri and stab him with this shadow blade. And it pierces his back. But rather than puncturing his, you know, internal organs, it just sends this shockwave of pain into his head. And he collapses. Aranus, bear Aranus, you see Akiri go down. He falls off of this shadow blade. What do you want to do? Um, having been told by Mr. Sangal that he is hard to kill, I am not going to buy that him on the floor and I'm going to attack him. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, She said that she saw him run through and he like uh survived. uh So Uh like, I don't believe that he's done. Smart. Okay. Okay. Roll your attack with advantage. Okay. I get two. Roll any attacks that you want to make with advantage. I want to bite him. Where are you biting him? The neck. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I could just bite him in the side, I guess. How much accuracy do you think I have? Neck's probably better. In bare form. I like the neck. He is prone and not moving, so I figure... Well... I got a 21. That hits. You bite him in the neck. Go ahead and deal your damage. Six. You bite him in the neck and his eyes shoot open and he screams 
because that <laughs> sucks a lot. <laughs> and his eyes like kind of roll back into his head. And then, Do you like to hit him with your other attack? Yes, I am going to claw him. Okay. <laughs> and this is just like across his front. Mm-hmm. Like his torso. Mm-hmm. That's probably not going to hit. That's a 17. That's going to hit? Are you kidding me? I don't know. I don't know what kind of weird bonuses he's got. Oh, nine damage. You rake your bear claws across his chest and he tries to let out a scream, but there's some gurgling in his throat from where the bear bit him. And he just collapses back down as if unconscious again. See, after Aranis, Darvin, what would you like to do? Ikiri is looking like he should be dead. What? We need to get him into the flame. Oh, right. What was the original intention the entire time? Except right. none of us are... St- oh, you I are. Bear's I pretty fucking strong. You are. Yeah, bear's oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Well, hmm. I wonder if it would be more worth it for you, since there's no way for you to carry him, to just, like, flurry blows the shit out of him. Or try and help him under your back. Do that. I do have a theory. How big is the space, Scott? It's a large room. It's good, like, 40, 50 feet. It's, you know, it's a magical lab. Is the flame, like, elevated? Because we, yeah. we know it has, like, a gravitational pull. I'm trying to theorize that, like, my thought is, if I freeze the ground in front of it, and we just put him on it and let the flame pull him into it, we could not even have to risk having ourselves pulled into it. Uh, it's on a small pedestal. I mean, my concern is if it's not going to pull him up into it, but just like towards it. I don't know. That pull of that thing was pretty strong. I almost so, died it. So at the base of it, it's raised up about a couple feet off the ground, you know, two, three feet. There's this large stone base, and then it opens up in a large metallic bowl, very wide, very shallow. And the flame is just existing in there. So you would have to get him up off the ground if you wanted to go that route. But like, theoretically, I could just pick him up. Theoretically. But also, also, not to tell you stuff that your characters already know, Mr. Sengal has been very close to that flame, and Vale in the shadow there, in the darkness, was just very close to that flame. Okay. And not getting pulled in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. It's like you have to get very close before it starts uh, like enacting that on you. Arnis was just very unlucky. <laughs> I I would also then again run the risk of like me getting pulled in too if I got close enough to put him in. Well, yeah, whoever if we're gonna throw him in, whoever throws him in is gonna have that problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it is it is very true. Like you do have to be careful. Being in that fire is probably not something you want. But we just have to get him close enough, right? We're yeah, gonna have to throw him in. We're gonna have to throw him in. Like okay. that's that's what's gonna have to happen. Mm-hmm. You, uh, yeah, I would just beat him, yeah, or strap him to your back. I would flurry of blows him. Well, the other thing is, I may be able to, uh, I still don't fully understand the mechanics here, but I may be able to hmm. use my speed to get away quickly, right? Like, I might be able to. Do oh, like something if you were, and, if you yeah. were going to throw him in, you think you could get away because you're faster and then dash away or something, maybe. Okay. We're also all here to help whoever throws him in, mm-hmm. but somebody's got to do it or a group of us have to do it. If that's the route we're going to go. So you're saying he should start. Yeah. 
It's Seems not like, like any of us can just throw him over our shoulder and walk him over there. Well, I, I could, but I didn't. Because we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. But it seems like the place to start, right? Okay. I suppose. Okay. So, Darwin, what would you like to do? I think I'm going to walk over to him and sort of try and pick him up and start walking him over towards the flame thing. All right. Are you trying to, like, carry him over your shoulder or are you just dragging him? Mm, Probably over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. Okay. Make an athletics check. Twelve. That could have been worse. Could have been. (laughs) (laughs) So you weren't too far from Akira to begin with, since you were already, like, coming at him. You bend down. There's a lot (laughs) of very awkward struggling and grunting as you move to get Akira over your shoulder. It's not graceful at all. Akira's bigger than you, and you're able to get about halfway to the fire. It's just very awkward carrying this big man, and a lot of his blood is now just dripping down onto you. Very stained clothing right now. Gross. Yeah, you're the one who's picking up a guy who just got mauled by a bear. <sighs> and now I'm covered in blood. Okay. Ilana, what would you like to do? I'm still... What's going on with these tentacles? Oh, you're still there. That's right. Yeah, the... Uh, please make another dexterity saving throw to avoid these tentacles. Mr. Sengal hasn't dropped it yet. Uh, 14. Okay, not quite enough. That's 11 bludgeoning damage. Son of a bitch. You are again restrained by the tentacles as they just whip all around you and grab you around the waist. But on the plus side, that other thing drops. Yeah. As I, uh, as I said when it happened, and I totally forgot about it till just now, that is her spell that just caused you damage. As the tentacles whip around you and hit you, that charmed effect drops. Because as soon as she deals damage to you, it goes away. You get hit. And at first it feels like a little bit of personal betrayal. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, that was magic. God damn it. (laughs) So you are no longer charmed. You don't have to worry. You can attack Mr. Sengal if you want. No, I'm going to get away from this shit. I've had enough of it. I'm going to take my Misty form. I'll spend Mm -hmm. the six side points. I'm going to use my bonus action to gain six life. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to move away from all of these fucking tentacles. Good idea. So you misty form away out of the field of the tentacles. Where are you going? Well, I'm going to stay in mist form, so there's not really much anything that can be done to me, or it's hard to hurt me. So I'm going to mist towards Darwin, but I don't want to go too close to that flame in mist form. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a bad idea. That would be very interesting, something that I have not mentally prepped for at all. (laughs) But hey. All right, so you mist yourself over near to Darwin. Darwin has now a, a misty companion. Just for my own sake, I'm not going to do it, but so I know in the future. Breaking concentration is a free action, right? Yeah, if you ever just want to drop it. Cool. I just want to make sure. That's it. That's my turn. Okay. After Iolana comes Ikiri and Darvin over your shoulder, blood still oozing out. I think you can turn your head and see one of his wounds, probably like one of his his claw marks that Arnis left on his chest, and you see it slowly starting to stitch itself back up together. Crap. Which is why what we're doing is the smart decision. Yes, agree. I call this out so everyone knows. His wounds are healing themselves. We gotta hurry. <laughs> very good, very good. There's a very low, like, mumble. Uh, very out of it. It's not even real words. I bet you hear one real word, and that's... You hear him call out M's name, just very faintly. Aw, sad. No. 
which is a little it's a sad. little sad. No. Okay. <laughs> it's Mistress Sengal's turn. She moves over to that table and taps her wand on the rune again. The glass vials settle back down on the table, and she turns to the rest of you, says, Look, I really don't know what you have planned here, but whatever you're going to do, you need to do it quickly. He'll be up again very soon. And if he comes to again, I, I, I will have to protect him again. He can't think that I've done anything to help you. Uh, yeah, that's all she's going to do. Uh, oh, and she's <laughs> going to drop the tentacles. Those are done. She's not concentrating on that anymore. Cool. Vale, what would you like to do? Vale's going to prepare for a need to continue violence. So I'm going to use my action to cast True Strike and give me advantage on my attack next turn, should I need one. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's some forward thinking right there. Vale's grown a little. <laughs> Anything else, Vale? Uh, I'm going to move myself pretty much like right next to where the misty form of Iolana is so that I can support mm-hmm. this group should Ikiri wake up and get violent. All right. So we got Darwin on point with Ikiri over his shoulder, Cloud behind him, Vale on the other side. So after Vale, we've got Aranus. You're still a bear. There's a nice bloody trail leading up to Darwin. Mr. Sengal is playing it neutral right now. What do you want to do? What I want to do is I want to walk up next to Darwin. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want to, like, help. I don't know that I can. I can't really help support the body. But when it comes to, like, throwing him in, I want to help him do that. Can I do that? When it comes time to throw him in, I. how does a bear help throw a person? Well, bears can stand on their hind legs. They sure can. Right. Right. The idea is to just kind of, like, be the extra oomph to get him into mm-hmm. the flame. How? I don't know how that looks mechanically, but. Like visually. I just meant, how does this look visually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, just, I don't know. <laughs> Either just, like, take him and huck him in, or just, so, like, when Darwin, like, lifts him off his shoulder to kind of, like, toss him, just help. Okay. I mean, I realize I'm gigantic, and so it's going to look real funny. <laughs> but this whole thing looks pretty funny. This whole so. thing does look very weird. So, Bear Arnis walks up next to Darwin gets up on his hind legs and is ready to help Darvin hurl this body into the flames. Other than throwing him in, is there anything anybody else wants to do first? Nope. Any way to give us, like, help? I can't give anybody advantage because I'm a bear. <laughs> so. Oh, I guess Eolan is still missed, too, so never mind. Yeah, I yeah. would uh, I would unmissed. Okay. Trying to see if Mr. Sengal has anything here that would be particularly useful and not just somewhat so. Mm, no, she's uh, her utility is in other things. She does have prestidigitation if anybody is really concerned about all the blood on their hands and clothes. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's for later. Okay. So as you're all approaching the flames and Iolana coalesces, more of Akiri's wounds start to close up. And you see his head bobbing a little bit as if he is about to regain consciousness. Crap. And then what do you all do? Is it time to throw him in? Yes. Throw yes. Him in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Throw him in. Throw him in. Ah. All right, then. Is this just with Darvin and Bear Aranis? I mean, there's only so many people who can help throw yeah. a body, especially yeah. when one of them is a bear. But I want to <laughs> yeah, know who's doing sure it's this. It's just the two of them. 
on my end. Yolanda and Vale are just going to be there to support if it's necessary. In which case, Darwin and Baroness, mm-hmm. please roll an athletics. Okay. Really just need oh, like one fuck. of you to be especially successful. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Uh, I feel like Garnus just crit failed. It's not quite a crit fail. Okay, good. I didn't do any better. Darvin. I got a six. Aranus? My total's a 12. Oh, no. This is not good, people. Fuck. So, you approach the blue flame. Bear Aranus very awkwardly gets some paws underneath Akiri as Darvin is helping swing and getting this body ready to throw. And you hurl him towards the fire and... I need a 50-50 shot here, because there's two of you. Darvin's low, Aranus is high. Well, that's a one, so Darvin. Okay. It's much easier to grab onto somebody who's wearing clothes, as opposed to a giant furry bear. As the two of you are throwing Akiri towards the flames, he gets just a moment of consciousness as he reaches out a hand, grabs your sleeve, as he is thrown halfway into the fire and he is holding on to you for dear life as the flames begin to lift his body up and pull his legs in oh shit and he perfectly content with dragging somebody else in with him if it comes to that so not a total failure but i don't want you to die oh can you even die i don't think so <laughs> but, it- but we don't know what this thing does you're holding either. a sword dude He's, oh, his yeah. leg is a sword. Cut oh, you also have your other sword. The yes. And just cut off his <laughs> arm. <laughs> Got it. Or Got it. Leave. Or my sleeve. So. Oh, that's true, huh? Just disrobe. <laughs> then I'll be naked again. <laughs> well remembered. <laughs> so. Why isn't he wearing any clothes? <laughs> Sentinel. <laughs> So Akiri's oh, being Yeti. raised into the air. He's grabbing yeah. onto Darvin's arm slash sleeve. And Darvin, you can definitely feel like getting pulled in. For the moment, Darvin is in a bad spot. Akiri's probably in a worse spot right now, but Darvin is in a bad spot. So we will stay in this initiative order because I don't know what you guys are going to do. I don't know what's going to happen here. Vale, you see Darvin getting pulled into this blue flame by Akiri. What do you want to do? That's a really good fucking question. <laughs> See, the challenge is I only have one actual arm. I have a shadow arm that can hold a shadow weapon mm-hmm. to help him cut his sleeve with the only blade I could use, which would be my hidden blade is not going to be an option because I couldn't grab his arm with the other arm for the leverage I'd need. Because that arm would disappear very quickly. Yes. And I can't cut the arm off with the shadow blade because it deals psycho psychic damage. And the hidden blade deals piercing damage. We've already established you can't cut a limb off with piercing damage. Not quickly. Can I ask a question here real quick? Yes. Whose arm are you talking about? Oh, Akiri's, not Darvin's. Okay. Well, I'm just saying he already lost a leg and he seems fine. It would Um, be an option, but no. Um, Because I think you would want to ask him about that first. I wouldn't want somebody to steal it. It's that true. would be my only actual qualm about it. I don't want someone to run off with his arm. <laughs> Plus it would get all burned and then it might not be reattachable. True. You just get a different arm. It's okay. 
Anyways, anyways, sorry. What do you want to do, Vale? Uh, if you allow this, this is what I want to do. I want to come up behind Darwin, and this is going to sound very violent, but there's <laughs> zero violence intended in this. And I want to try and like hook his clothes with my hidden blade to use it as leverage to like keep him from being bit because I don't have like the hand that I would need. But I'm like, if I could pierce his clothes and lean back, I hopefully get some leverage there. Um, I I don't see any problem with that. I you can do that with or without the hidden blade. But if you want to use the well, blade, I can't reset to be cool. the hidden blade right now. Because oh. It's- action that's, oh, that's right what I stated before i said because it's the reason why i want to use it is because i can't reset it in mm-hmm. her arm mm-hmm. we're gonna have to find you a way to get an auto retractor or something yeah that's the next upgrade <laughs> <laughs> it's like i can do it on my own i've mastered that part i don't need help anymore but it does take a full action still okay so yeah you can come up behind darvin and pierce the sides of his clothes do a little twist and kind of hold on to him Cool. I'm here to help you, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. After Vale, Aranus, you are still a bear. Can I just try to, like, rip him off a of Darwin? You can try. How do you want to do that? Just, like, basically, yeah, like, paw on one, paw on the other. Apologize to <laughs> Darwin preemptively in a bear roar. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, a, like pushing two boxers apart, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get back to your corners. Apologize if I do some accidental claw damage to Darwin and uh, just try to kind of rip him apart. Let's have you make an athletics roll. Alrighty. Oh, that is the roll I was looking for. Thank you very much. That is a 23. Okay. You step in between Darwin and Akiri, shove them apart. There's an intense tearing sound as that whole sleeve just comes off. Akiri... Ooh, yeah. <laughs> in a very frantic, panicked, unthinking state, as you push them apart, he's just grasping at whatever, and he rolled a 19, so he just gets a fistful of bear fur, and you feel it tug and yank. And I mean, I don't know how a bear reacts to getting their fur pulled, but yeah, you can feel him pulling on you, either in an attempt to pull himself out or to pull you in. But at this point, you know, Half a dozen of one, right? I know what I would do in reaction, but it's no longer my turn. Well, um, he did that as a like a reaction to you separating the two, so it is still technically your turn. You have a bonus action left, and I don't know how fast a bear is, so probably some movement. I think bears oh, are fast. Would you allow me to just drop polymorph? <laughs> <laughs> he may come uh, up with a hand on M or something, though. Because when you shift, it's going to shift what you uh, I guess that's true. I will let you come out of polymorph. Yeah, you want to unbear? You can unbear. Hmm. You would lose the strength advantages against trying to pull away from that thing if it starts to pull you in, though. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I'm hesitating because I feel like he might let go of me in the confusion of me shifting, but I also am concerned about like then I can't get away from him. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Okay, I'm not gonna drop it. Okay. Bear remains. Yeah. In which case, um, after Arnis, Darvin, you've just been separated from Akiri, but he does have a fistful of bear fur. Okay. I'm going to see if I can help with that. How do you want to do that? Um, I don't know. That is as far as I thought. Using swords seems questionable and dangerous. Although if you die, 
you would go back, right? Does it work? Yeah, if, if the bear loses all of its hit points, goes back to being Arnis. Yeah. So I don't really have to worry about that, except... No, you don't have to worry about running me through. I'll be fine. In that case, with my sword, I'm going to try and... I'm not going to try to cut off the hand. Instead, I'm going to try and cut through the fur. Okay, we're going to shave a bear. Yeah, I'm trying Got to it. give Arnis a fur cut. Gotta have that fresh cut. Okay. <laughs> this is probably using a sword sword and not a leg sword, because I can't imagine how I would wield that. Okay. Go ahead and swing your sword. Make an attack. Okay. A successful hit successfully targets the part that's not Aranus. So I rolled a 22. Okay. Yes. You're able to swing this sword accurately enough to just shear the bear <laughs> right where Akiri is grabbing on. So... Darwin, very quickly, very accurately, shearing this fur off of Aranus's side. You see Akiri gasp as he no longer has a handhold to something, just as he no longer has an anchor, and the flames begin to pull him in. Is there anything else you would like to do, Darwin? Can I back up? <laughs> or should I give him a kick? Mm-mm. No. Oh. Back up? Oh, just well. Speed oh. the process up, get him in the yeah, fire like, right now. Yeah, like I could kick him. If you do want to kick him in, by all means, we can have you kick him in. Yeah, let me let me give him a kick. All right. Give me an attack roll with advantage. Ooh, nice. He's being suspended midair. He really doesn't have much move, movement available. I rolled a 24. <sighs> do you kick him in the chest, in the head, in the shoulder? What's this? Chest. What does this look like? Chest trying to knock him off the center of balance and into the pole. So chest. Yeah, Darvin. You kick him square in the chest. His body just like flips back and you see just into the blue. Nice. Now should we run? I mean, we should, we should definitely at least back the heck up. So Darwin kicks Akiri into the fire and you all start slowly backing away. As Akiri is engulfed in the flames, you hear a guttural cry. The body within swirls around Akiri as he fights against it. He grabs a hold of the body as the two begin to merge. And grow. The body swells around Akiri, growing larger and larger. The blue flames read this new entity as he collides with and bursts through the ceiling above. With a shout... A magical shockwave erupts from Akiri, passing through everyone and everything. And two things happen. First, everyone roll a con saving throw. And Aranus, mm. unfortunately, uh, you have disadvantage. For reasons that will become clear in a moment. Okay. the most beautiful disadvantage roll I've ever rolled in my life. I did not do well. Okay. Let's go around the horn here. And die. Iolana. 20. That's a dirty 20. Pass. Thank you. Veil. A 15. That is a fail. Ouch. Darvin. 12. That is also a fail. And Aranus. 17. That is also a fail. Oh, Damn. fucking hell. I rolled ah. a pair of 14s. I'm Damn so it. sorry. Damn it. This is a very big magical thing. That's ah, all right. 
with some very powerful arcane behind it. Let me roll some dice. So, as this shockwave hits you, everybody who failed takes 40 force damage. Wow. Fuck. And is knocked prone. And if you succeeded, you take half damage and are not prone. Hold up. 40? 40? 4-0. Okay. Oh, Mistress Sengal needs to make this save too. She also fails. Oh dear. Well, she wasn't concentrating on anything, thankfully. Okay. Everyone besides Iolana has been thrown to the ground by this shockwave. Aranus, as this wave passes through you and you get knocked down, half of your body instantly withers and turns to bone. Oh. Ikiri, still growing, still inflamed, gazes down at everyone with a brilliant golden halo and burning blue eyes as the second thing happens. M begins to glow with the same blue flame as her strings begin to reverberate with a tune you may have only heard Aranus hum for fear of it working. A tune from the elven power ballads of the Fourth Age. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash skyrenpodcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.